When I was growing up, I struggled a lot with low self-esteem. I felt that I was worthy or valuable based only on what I could do, achieve, contribute, or only if I stood out in something or in some way. Now, as an adult, I fought really hard to break free from that, and I recently learned how to make sure that my kids don't experience the same struggle that I did in this area. So please, settle in and stick around. That's what's coming up on this episode. If you're new here, my name is Webby, and this is the Soul Fire Inspiration Podcast. My goal here is to inspire you to live intentionally and purposefully through my reflections. Quick story. My eldest daughter recently came to me and said, Daddy, you're going to be really happy with me when I tell you what I got in my midterm exams. (laughs) She was all gleeful and confident and excited And she expected that it would be just as she said, that I'd be really proud and very happy with her because she scored very well. Now, as you imagine, or as you may expect, I should have been delighted and filled with expectation about what this positive outcome was going to be, what she was going to tell me. But instead, I felt an unusual sadness because I was reminded of how that was all I ever wanted as a kid to be able to invoke pride, applause, appreciation, recognition, and acceptance based on something that I excelled at or an expectation that I met. Now, I should say, it's not like I was never praised, appreciated, acknowledged, or given a pat on the back growing up. You know, it's not like my mom didn't do that. uh, Or, you know, for me or my siblings, I'm the eldest of three. But... It's that the connection was never made for me, that I was appreciated, loved, and all of that, whether or not I had any achievements to put out, you know? It was was regardless of whether I did anything to earn this acknowledgement, yeah? And it's not that she didn't care or she didn't love me enough to say these things. I think she expressed her love and appreciation and acknowledgement and, and all that, in the way she knew how, um, in the way that she believed was best. And so I'll always appreciate all the moments that she did that. And I keep saying my mom because I I, I come from a home where my parents uh, divorced when I was really young. And that's a podcast episode for another day. But today I just want to focus a little bit more on my experience as a father and this full circle opportunity to change this outcome for my kids. I have two daughters, so my eldest is the one that I was having this conversation with. And of course, none of this was going on in her mind. I mean, she has no concept of this at this point. But it hit me between the eyes that this was an opportunity to put effort in helping her understand that I'm already proud, already happy with her. I see her. She already brings me joy just because she is my child. She is a gift. She is special. She is extraordinary. And to her mom and I, she is a blessing. She needs to know this in her soul and that she never has to do anything to make me see her this way. She's all this and more. Anything she does is simply proof 
of it. Now, if you're like me, then you've struggled with this too. And you're probably struggling with it, even right now. The result is that you are transactional with yourself and with people. If you're careful to look at this and just sort of retrace your steps and see some of your experiences or some of your relationships or some of the instances that sort of fit into this context, you'll see that this is actually true. And the result of that is that your relationships are also transactional. You find it hard to believe that you can be valued, loved, or appreciated just because you are. If someone ever said something nice about you or did something nice for you, you wouldn't feel right if you didn't find a way to, quote, end quote, pay them back. It's hard to appreciate their kindness and leave it at that. You know, you always have to find a way to reciprocate or as we like to jokingly say, to revenge. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with reciprocity. Okay, There's nothing wrong with giving back the love you've received or paying back a compliment. It's wonderful. But I think there's everything wrong with feeling that, that you always have to do so. Like this is some sort of uh, a tab that needs to be closed. If someone says something nice about your hair or your suit or your shoes or your car, you must find something to say uh, to them in response because they are expecting it. That's an assumption that is wrong. Sometimes people just actually say or do something nice for you because it is what it is, because they're nice themselves, because they just wanted to, or because in that moment you were in the right place at the right time and this was just your opportunity. You know, it, It's not something that you have to pay back or give back or do back simply because you feel like if you didn't, then you're not meeting an expectation. But perhaps that's also another conversation. But going back to what we're reflecting on here, um, it doesn't also help if you're always around people who only acknowledge you based on the net effect you have on their lives, they're constantly placing expectations on you that are selfish or inconsiderate. And that's perhaps a few words to name a few of what that might be. It simply fuels this dysfunction because that's what it is. It's a dysfunction. And the truth is, there's never going to be a time when you won't be in a position where you have to sort of deal with or make adjustments in light of that. So then this is where it's important to start creating healthy boundaries for yourself. The thing is, though, you cannot set healthy boundaries for yourself unless you first break this dysfunction of your life. And you do this by beginning to see yourself through a new lens. You have to acknowledge, to see, if you like, that you are valuable, worthy, appreciated, and loved just because you are. And the proof of this is in scripture. I always like to go back to scripture to build a foundation for what I'm reflecting on because everything that we talk about is glued together by what God's standard is on our experience of life. And so it says this in Matthew chapter 3, verse 13, all the way through 16. And I'm going to read this for you out of the NIV version. It says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. 
at that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Now look, before Jesus had done any miracles or even died on the cross to atone for our sins, which was the purpose of his coming to earth, God affirmed him. I believe that this is a powerful example of what especially fathers ought to do with their children, to affirm them, to acknowledge them, to get them to see that they are loved, they are acknowledged, they are appreciated, they are extraordinary, and all those wonderful things about them for who they are, not based off of what they could or should do, not based off of your expectations of them, or, and I think this is for introspection, not based off of the traumas that you're coming out of. You need to create a healthy space for them to become confident in who they are because I believe that that's what the outcome of all of that will be, that they would have confidence in themselves as people. They would see themselves as valued and as value-adding members of society because they have confidence in their identity. If they have to spend their lives trying to be acknowledged and valued and appreciated and to make their stamp or to mark their territory or any of that, um, by doing things that would hopefully cause that sort of outcome to be real for them, then you're already setting them 10 steps back and giving them that much more of a struggle to live with or live through. And yet life already presents so many difficulties that many of which we spend so much of our time trying to overcome or growing in overcoming. You'd much rather as a child or your child would much rather go through life knowing that if nothing else, they are wonderful, they are extraordinary, and they add value just for being who they are. And they don't need to find validation or acceptance from people to feel like they have any value or any worth. Knowing all this now, I looked back at my daughter and I told her that I loved her and I was happy with her regardless of what she scored on those midterm exams. I look back at my years growing up and today as an adult I can be thankful for them because there are some valuable lessons that I've learned out of those experiences. Of course those experiences were not good at the time and if I'm honest I wish I could reclaim the time that I've spent trying to be validated or trying to find uh, appreciation and acknowledgement in my environment based off of what I could do or what value I could contribute and the net effect I've had on anyone's life. Nevertheless, I've also come to appreciate that at whatever point you learn a positive life-altering lesson, that is the right time. It's the right time to become more of who you are meant to be or to do what you were meant to do. We've come to the end of this brief episode, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say these words to you. This is if you've never heard these words spoken to you by any influential person in your life, or you just didn't know that there's another perspective to you and your experience. You are loved. You are worthy. You are valuable. The world is better 
just because you're in it. You not being able to see it doesn't make it any less true. You are a blessing. You are a gift and you make a difference. If you never achieved anything beyond this moment, you'd still have made an indelible mark that is proof that you've been here. God is proud of and loves you. You don't have to do anything to earn that. You just have to receive it. Thank you for listening in to this point. I'd love to hear back from you if this has been encouraging or if it has helped you in any way. You could either send me a message through the link available wherever you're listening to this or through podcast at soulfireinspiration.com. That's podcast at soulfireinspiration.com. If you are so moved, please support this podcast by making a donation through the ways outlined in the description. I'll catch you on the next one. But in the meantime, do take care and wherever you're found, be love. Yeah.